Welcome to CCK Live. My name is Elise Phillips, and I'm joined here today with Kevin Medeiros and Sarah O'Brien. We are attorneys here at the firm practicing in veterans benefits. Today, we are going to discuss how to get VA readings for migraine headaches. Now, let's first just talk about what migraine headaches are. Uh, so migraine headaches are a type of headaches that are characterized by debilitating symptoms that can last anywhere from hours to days, depending on the person. Symptoms can include nausea, vomiting, sensitivity to light, lightheadedness, and blurred vision. And while there's no clear reason why a person might experience migraines, there are triggers associated with the condition um, that might flare up a migraine. So some of those triggers are going to be a hormonal imbalance, alcohol, stress, sensory uh, stimulation, certain foods, or changes in environment. Sarah, why don't you get us started and tell us how uh, you can get service connected for migraine headaches. In order to be awarded service connection for any VA disability, VA first has to grant the veteran service connection. Veterans can apply for service connection by filling out the VA form 21-526-EZ. In addition to filling out the form, veterans will need to submit evidence that they experience migraines and that their migraines are related to their military service. Specifically, veterans should submit a current diagnosis of migraines, evidence of an in-service event or trigger which caused those migraines, and a, netflet, a nexus which links the veterans' migraines to their service. Great. Thank you. Um, Kevin, let's move on to you. Uh, how, do you how does VA typically rate migraines? Sure. Yeah. So VA rates migraines like most other conditions based on the severity of the condition. So um, the lowest rating is a non-compensable rating or 0%, and the highest available for migraines is 50%. Um, and the key word throughout um, all of the ratings, um, once we get into the compensable ratings, is prostrating. So when I talk about the ratings, you're going to see um, prostrating throughout. And that basically means that the, the migraines are so severe that they require the veteran uh, to lie down or rest or they're, you know, they're to the point of complete exhaustion um, almost um, as part of their migraine disability picture. So um, for the non-compensable rating, this is the only uh, rating where we don't see the word prostrating. It's for less frequent attacks. Then we go to the 10%, which is characteristic prostrating attacks averaging one in two months over the last several months. The 30% rating is characteristic prostrating attacks on average of once a month. So as we move up in the schedule, they're getting more um, frequent. And then the 50% rating, which is the highest rating, is for very frequent, completely prostrating and prolonged attacks, productive of severe economic inadaptability. So basically, they're very frequent. Um, the veteran is often immobilized or completely exhausted from them. And then the last part that we don't see with the other ratings, severe economic inadaptability. Uh, it doesn't mean that the veteran can't work because of their, um, their migraine condition. The court has interpreted that phrase to, to mean that the headaches could, could produce severe economic adapt inadaptability. They could actually cause that or they could be capable of, of, of causing that. So. Um, I'll get into that a little bit more as we talk about um, vocational evidence and, and TDIU, but um, 
basically for the 50% rating, you're going to need a, um, all of those elements. Thank you. Yeah, that severe economic and adaptability component definitely seems to confuse um, the board, frankly. We see a lot of mistakes with that one. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about how to maximize uh, ratings for migraines and what you can do to really get the highest rating that you can. Um, we'll talk about some types of evidence that we can submit. Uh, so the first type is lay evidence. Uh, lay evidence is basically lay statements uh, which give a veteran or somebody who actually knows the veteran and has observed uh, maybe the veteran's symptoms a chance to detail those symptoms, the impact they have on daily life. Um, and they can explain, you know, really what happens when you get a migraine, especially since sometimes it's hard to objectively test for, for some of the symptoms. Uh, they can, like I said, they can be written by a close friend or a family member, so long as that person has their own observations of the, uh, the symptoms. Um, and uh, if their service connection is involved, uh, lay statements can also be uh, helpful with actually establishing that in-service component. So... These statements are definitely something that we can use to help with both service connection and increase rating. Uh, Sarah, do you want to talk to a little bit about medical opinions? Sure. Yeah, veterans can also submit a medical opinion as a, an important form of evidence, and that doesn't have to be a VA medical opinion. Veterans can also provide medical opinions from their personal private physician um, that then can be used as evidence towards their claim. So your doctor can attest to the severity of your migraines um, and whether those can be considered prostrating. So veterans seeking service connection or increased readings for their migraines um, should see if their doctor is willing to write them a letter in support of their claim. Thank you. And Kevin, you teased this, but why don't you touch upon vocational expert opinions? Yeah, vocational expert um, opinions are helpful to establish that last component um, that I was referring to regarding severe economic and adaptability. So vocational experts are experts on work and work requ requirements and how, um, you know, they can review the record for, for symptoms that veterans might experience and, and um, provide an opinion on how that would impair their ability to complete the requirements of, of their job. Um, so like I said, in establishing that 50% disability rating, a vocational expert might be able to explain to the VA how the, the migraines would impact the veteran's ability to work. Um, and like I also referred to earlier, to achieve the 50% rating, the veteran doesn't need to be uh, unemployable due to their headaches, but a lot of the times we see headache, um, service-connected headache conditions um, in veterans who are unable to work as um, uh, one condition that does contribute to VA granting TDIU benefits. Um, so TDIU stands for total disability based on individual unemployability, and it's a benefit paid at the 100% level um, for veterans who are unable to secure and follow substantially gainful employment due to their service-connected conditions. Um, so getting TDIU based on headaches alone might be difficult to establish, but combined with all of a veteran's other service-connected disabilities, um, VA might find that the veteran is unable to work because of them. So um, headaches, they're, they're, they can impair the ability to concentrate, focus, um, if they're completely prostrating, the ability to function at all. So they do go a long way um, to, to um, you know, 
getting VA to grant TDIU benefits in cases where a veteran uh, seeks them. So um, that's always something to keep in mind with, with the migraine headaches. Absolutely. Thank you for touching on that. Um, all right. Well, that will wrap it up for today. Um, additional information on migraine headaches, TDIU, and other related topics can be found on our blog or through our other videos. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel and follow us on social. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.